Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this is your source for Northwestern athletics. I'd like to thank the sponsor for today's show, Bet Online. Be sure to check out betonline.net for your sports betting needs. Bet Online, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Carter Bird. Today, we talk about Bruce Feldman's top 100 college football freaks and which Northwestern player made the list. And then we dive into the special teams. What does Northwestern lose? What do they return? And then what new additions are there? All right, so each year... The Athletics' Bruce Feldman releases his list of top 100 athletic freaks in college football. This year, Northwestern had a player make the list, and that was Adetamawa Adabare, the senior edge defensive end, uh, 6'2", 280 pounds, out of Kansas City, Missouri, went to North Kansas City High School. He's been such a vital, vital part of this Northwestern defense, especially in 2021, when he led the team in sacks and tackles for loss. This year, Pro Football Focus named him to their preseason All-Big Ten team. In 2021, he was All-Big Ten honorable mention. In his career, he has logged 16 starts in 29 career games. Coming out of high school, he was a three-star, according to the 247 composite in the 2019 class. He was the number 1,151 player in the country, the number 75 strong side defensive end, and the number 27 player in the state of Missouri. He also was a high school shot put state champion as well. In his first year on campus, Adabare registered six tackles, one tackle for loss, and one sack. In 2020, he upped those numbers to 17 tackles, six tackles for a loss, and a pair of sacks. Then 2021 was really his the beginning of his breakout in his Northwestern career. He logged 36 tackles, 8.5 tackles for a loss, and 4.5 sacks, which, as we talked about, led the team and led to him being All-Big Ten honorable mention in 2021. Pro Football Focus graded Adabare's 2021 season out as a 71.7. He's a 63.9 in the run game and a 78.2 in the pass game. He also had some coverage snaps in there where it graded out at a 55.6 for a total of 71.7. Good for 289th out of 825 edge defensive players in college football in 2021. When you watch Adabari play, the things that jump out are his quick first step. At times, it can be lightning fast. He's strong. I mean, he's big for his size, 6'2", 280. He really sets the edge well in the run run game. He has a really solid bull, bull rush, which is that the evidence that you see in that strength that he has. He can get a little high when chasing the quarterback, which I think affects his ability to, to change directions when a quarterback tries to make a miss. Uh, he, has really, he has good straight line speed. He really does when he when he comes free off the edge, and he really likes to use his hands. He likes to to really stick the offensive lineman, and then he likes to use his eyes to find the quarterback 
And then potentially, if he can't get there in the pass rush, he's going to try to to get his hands on the ball and bat it down. He can be very solid in the run game with that strength that he does have. But at times last year, you would like to have seen a little more consistency. At times, I would like to see more of an edge to him. Uh, maybe maybe the motor needs to rev at all times. Uh, I watch, went and watched back the... The Duke game, and there were some snaps where it just felt like whether it be he was he was out of breath and he was tired, or he just didn't quite have that edge that you saw in his high school days. But back to Bruce Feldman's top 100 college football freaks list, Adabare comes in at number 30, and the reasons why are because. This offseason, he repped 225 pounds on bench 30 times, which is a crazy high number. And as the NFL Combine comes around this year, I would expect him, him to exceed that number even more so. His max bench was 410 pounds this offseason. His squat max was 685 pounds. His power clean was 375 and then he showed really good quickness and agility doing pro-style combine uh, agility drills. He, he was a 4.05 in the pro shuttle, a 6.9 in the three-cone drill. And then he showed some explosiveness with a 10-foot, 5-inch broad jump and a 37-and-a-half-inch vertical jump. So right there, the raw athleticism is there to be an absolute freak, hence why he's named to this list. Now, can the the full package be put together in his senior season? Can you see those numbers that those 36 tackles, four and a half sacks, eight and a half tackles for a loss, can you see those numbers double? Can you see can you see nine, 10, 12 sacks? Can you see Adabari become go from all Big Ten honorable mention in 2021 to All Big Ten first team or or potentially maybe even have an All-American caliber year. Being on this list tells you one thing. It absolutely, the, the athleticism and the quickness and the strength is there. It's just about putting it together. And, and I would say that it's a good sign that he was, again, one of three one of Northwestern's three reps at Big Ten Media Days, that tells me he's a leader. That tells me that he's impressed the coaching staff in the offseason. And that tells me he's primed for a really, really strong 2022 season. All right, so now we've talked about Adabare. It's time to talk about special teams. And in just a couple of minutes... We'll start to dive into what did Northwestern lose on special teams from the 2021 season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. 
Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, on special teams in 2022, Northwestern has to replace both of the specialists that started last season. The first being the punter, Derek Adams, who was a Kent State transfer in 2020, 5'11, 195 pounds out of Mannheim, Pennsylvania. He's a two-star in the 2016 class, according to the 247 composite. Was number 2,260 player in the country. The number 15 punter and the number 53 player in the state of Pennsylvania. Now, when you look at his career stats, he played six years of college ball and accumulated an incredible amount of punts and an incredible amount of yards. But what jumps out is his consistency. In 2016, his first year on campus at Kent State, 76 punts for 3,063 yards for a 40.3-yard average. 2017, he had 79 punts for 3,447 yards for a 43.6-yard average. Then in 2018, he only played in four games, which is when he redshirted. He had 31 punts for 1,245 yards and 40.2-yard average. 2019, he became the full-time starter again, and he had 59 punts for 2,543 yards for a 43.1-yard average. So in his Kent State career, he had 245 punts for 10,298 yards and a 42-yard average. Then he transfers to Northwestern, and he keeps up that level of Consistency with 44 punts for 1,840 yards and a 41.8-yard average. Then in 2021, he had 58 punts for 2,408 yards and a 41.5-yard average. So over his career, he had an incredible 347 punts for 14,546 yards and a 41.9-yard average. And he stayed relatively close to that his entire career. There were no outlier years. Even the year that that he redshirted, he was he had was over 40 yards a punt. Kent State, he had 245 punts for 10,298 yards and a 42-yard average. At Northwestern, slightly worse, but 102 punts for 2,408 yards and a 41.6-yard average. So you know one thing, you're having to replace a ridiculous amount of experience in your punter. Somebody who's done it at the college level for six years. And somebody who is very consistent. Diving into the stats of his two years at Northwestern in 2020, he had 44 punts. 21 of those went for fair catches. Five went for touchbacks. 16 were downed inside the 20 and 50 or 50 or more yards. When you look at season punt average in the Northwestern record books, Derek Adams had the ninth best season in Northwestern history in 2020. In 2021, he had 28 fair catches on 58 balls. 16 were downed inside the 20. Zero touchbacks, 11 punts of over 50 yards, and in two years he had zero punts blocked. Over his Northwestern career, he actually registers the second-best punt average for a punter's entire career. At kicker, Northwestern loses Charlie Cabander, 
who was a three-star in the 2017 class, the number 1,517 player in the country, the number eight kicker, and the number 62 player in the state of Ohio. So again, somebody who's had a lot of experience in his first year at Northwestern was probably his best season. He was 43 of 44 on extra points for a 97.7 percentage, 13 of 16 on field goals for an 81.3 percentage, and scored 82 points. In 2018, he was 28 of 28 on extra points, but just 5 of 9 on field goals for 43 total points. 2019, he's 17 of 18 on extra points, 10 of 14 on field goals, so he rebounded after a tough second year for 47 points. Then he continued to improve in 2020, 27 of 27 on extra points, 100%, 9 of 12 on field goals, 75%, for 54 points. Then 2021, he takes a significant step backwards. 21 of 21 on extra points for 100% makes sense. He's really good at that, and it's fairly easy at the college level. But he was just 6 of 12 on field goals for a 50% field goal percentage. He had just 39 points in his final year in Evanston. So over his entire career, he was 136 of 138 on extra points. So he hit those at a 98.6% clip. He was 43 of 63 on field goals good for a 68.3% clip, and he had 265 career points. His freshman year was definitely his peak, He's, but he is the second leading scorer in Northwestern history, fourth all-time in field goals made, eighth in field goal percentage, tied for first in extra points made, and second in extra point percentage. In the return game, Northwestern loses J.J. Jefferson, in 2019, he returned three punts for 39 yards for a 13-yard average. In 2021, he returned five punts for 19 yards for a 3.8-yard average. And he returned two kickoffs for 35 yards for a 17.5-yard average. The numbers aren't incredible. In 2019, the punt return yardage is good. Uh, in 2021, it just wasn't the same when he got his opportunities. Uh, but the kickoff return numbers, I guess, are solid. They're nothing. I mean, they're not the worst that you'll see with the with the players returning on this list. But but you would still like to see probably you would have liked to have seen better numbers, especially after the punt punt return numbers were solid in 2019, and then he didn't get an opportunity to return punts again until 2021. So now that we've looked at what Northwestern loses, let's look at what returns in the return game, ironically. Uh, so we'll look at that next. Right off the bat, the biggest piece returning is Ray Nairo. Last year, he had 10 kickoff returns for 159 yards for a 15.9-yard average. Not great, not spectacular, but it was his, the punt return game that he was so solid at. He had five punt returns for 130 yards, 20.6 yards per punt return. 20.6 yards per punt return is a great number. And if you're gaining that on your punt returns, I mean, you can flip the field and change a game in, on special teams by having that as your average. I mean, you can be one of the best punt returners in the country, not just the Big Ten, the entire country, with that type of production 
So, I mean, right off the bat, look for him to be the guy for punt returns in 2022. Next up is Coco Azima, the safety. In his time at Northwestern, he has handled kickoff return duties. In 2020, he had two kickoff returns for 57 yards for a 28.5-yard average. In 2021, he returned three kickoffs for 62 yards for a 20.7-yard average. Next, you have Andrew Clare, the running back. 2017 at Bowling Green, he he returned 16 kickoffs for 330 yards and a 20.6-yard average. In 2021, last year, he had two kickoff returns for just 14 yards, so seven yards there. If nothing else, I think Andrew Clare gives you good uh, experience having done this before. If... If you ever get in a jam and you have to have somebody back there who is comfortable returning kicks, he's done it more than anybody else on the roster going into 2022. I would like to see that average creep closer to what it was at Bowling Green, but you know, if nothing else, you can trust him to safely catch the ball and return it for you just with the experience that he has. In the kicker competition, you have Jack Olson, a junior out of Wheaton, Illinois. Michigan State transfer in 2021. In his time at Northwestern, he's only gotten to kick one extra point and two kickoffs, which averaged it out to 61 yards per kickoff. Didn't get any action in 2020 at Michigan State. Coming out of high school, though, was a pretty highly rated kicker. Was a three-star in the 2020 class, according to the 247 composite. The number 1,730 player in the country. The number four kicker. So he was up there. He was he was ranked highly as a kicker, and he was the number 34 player in the state of Illinois. Next, in the punter battle, you have Hunter Renner, a junior out of Mishawaka, Indiana. He's yet to see any action, but he was a two-star in the 2020 class, according to the 247 composite. The number 3,043 player in the country. The number eight punter, so again, a top 10 high school punter, and the number 38 player in the state of Indiana. One thing worth noting is he's somebody who it's been mentioned by Coach Fitzgerald that that he improved in the spring and is very much in the battle for the punting position. So those are the key players coming back on special teams, but there's still two players out there that you have to talk about, and that. That is the two new additions, the two that are going to compete with Jack Olson and Hunter Renner, and that's what we're going to talk about next. So one of the new additions to this special teams group is probably the most fascinating fascinating one. It's a punter, a UCLA transfer, Luke Akers. He was a three-star in the 2020 class, the number 1,696 player in the country, the number three kicker. So he was actually ranked as a kicker coming out of high school, the number 49 player in the state of Tennessee. If you recognize the last name Akers, yes, he is the son of David Akers, the Eagles legend, 16-year NFL vet, two-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, went to six Pro Bowls, two-time NFL scoring leader, member of the NFL 2000s All-Decade team, the NFL 75th anniversary team, the Eagles Hall of Fame, and the fourth highest scoring season ever in 2011. He's actually the highest, the highest kicker on the list. 
So he's the highest non-position player uh, as far as single-season points ever. But back to Luke. At UCLA, Luke handled punting duties in 2020 and 2021. In 2020, he had 24 punts for 1,034 yards for a 43.1-yard average. 2021, he had 34 punts for 1,464 yards and, again, a 43.1-yard average. So he's he's consistent. You love that. But he has 58 career punts for 2,498 yards. He's somebody who has been at the Power 5 level, has, has done it well. A 43-yard average, you would take that every day out of your punter. And so I think he's pretty easy to pick right off the bat. I know that Hunter Renner is returning. I know that he was a highly rated punter out of high school. I know that he improved a lot in the spring, but I just think the experience factor and the fact that that Luke Akers has done it at a high level already is going to outweigh any anything that Renner can really throw at him, and that's why I think Luke Akers is going to be the starting punter in 2022. Next, you have a grad transfer kicker, Adam Stage, out of Appleton, Wisconsin. He's an interesting one, too, because he's a North Dakota transfer. And before that, he was a St. Cloud State transfer. In his first year at St. Cloud State, he was NSIC first team. In his second season, he was NSIC honorable mention. In his St. Cloud State career, he had 38 career field goals. He had 16 of those in 2019. Then at North Dakota in the pandemic season, he was 3 of 4 on field goals with a 46-yard long and 26 of 29 on extra points. He also handled kickoff duties where he tallied 4 touchbacks on 19 kickoffs. In 2021, he was 5 of 6 on field goals, 12 of 12 on extra points, and then he also had a 46-yard long in that season as well. So he's somebody that, you know, does have some college kicking experience, um, although I'm not sure. I think that the kicking battle is truly more of a battle than than the punting battle will, will be. I think that, that between Adam Stage... And Jack Olson, you you have a chance to find, at the very least, a very serviceable kicker. Uh, ideally, one of these two would really emerge and be a consistent threat. Hopefully, you can get a more consistent performance than you did out of Cabander last season when he was 50% on field goals. So basically, in, in summary, with special teams... Northwestern loses a ton of experience at the two specialist roles, but they return a really good punt return man. They have a lot, a handful of guys who have who are returning who have tried kick return duties. Uh, maybe some new ones emerge. Remains to be seen there. You you return a couple players that will be battling for the two specialist roles, and then you bring in one standout transfer punter that I expect to have a big year in 2022. And then you leverage the transfer portal again to go get a kicker 
to compete with your returning kicker, and you should be able to find a solid kicker out of those two. Uh, at least I would hope so. But I think, all in all, the Northwestern special teams should be in a pretty solid spot. I think that uh, Akers will will handle his role well. I think Nairo will handle his role well. And it's just figuring out that kicking position. I think that's going to be key. So there you have it on special teams. We talked, we talked what Northwestern loses, what they return, what they add. And then today we also talked about Adetamawa Adabare and how he was named the number 30 college football freak athletically in the country. Be on the lookout next week for the podcast to become uh, to go visual here, to go to get some video and become an audio video podcast. We will be on YouTube starting Monday. For Locked On Northwestern, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and CarterBird13 on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Because we will be back every day because here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is your team every day. Also, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten.